Who knows where inspiration comes from? Perhaps it arises in desperation. Perhaps it comes from the flukes of the universe, the kindness of the muses. This podcast is a place where I fall into those gaps. You know, the gaps that open up in between thoughts. The clock of time is a wild child, one that can neither be controlled nor disciplined. It simply slips away from your hand while you grapple, trying to hold it back. More often than not, life moves really fast. It's only for you to pause and breathe. Sadly, none else can do that for you. I am my own muse. I am the subject I know best. The subject I want to better. Tune in when you need some extra love a place to catch your breath, or creative prompts to get back into the flow. Mindful Musing is not just a podcast. It's like a warm hug for your soul. Hi, I'm Masif Sal, and thank you for tuning in. Today's episode is about knowing your worth. The phrase, know your worth, has been used so much that has become a cliche. We usually use the term to imply that someone stooped so low, so we try to remind them that they deserve better. While this could still hold water, knowing your worth goes beyond this premise. Your worth as a person is not determined by your accomplishments or the things you've been conditioned to believe define you. Your self-worth doesn't fluctuate depending on your achievements or failures. And so, to better understand what knowing your worth really means, we're going to dig a little deeper today. Knowing your worth is a very personal thing, and it really has nothing to do with anyone else. It's your internal measure of how you value yourself, regardless of what other people might think of you or say to you. Knowing your worth is like an insurance policy for your mental well-being and affects every aspect of your life. Low confidence makes us doubt our abilities. It prevents us from settling ambitious goals and having the resolve to go after them. This all can lead to a poor quality of life. When you know your worth, you trust yourself and the decisions you make. You have more confidence and don't question yourself. Hence, you can act quickly and seize opportunities as they happen. Did you know self-worth is self-respect, which leads to stronger self-esteem? Your stronger self-respect and self-esteem will allow you to identify those awful people who try to tear you down. You are then better equipped to deal with them. You know you don't have to settle in this situation. That is because you know your true worth, no matter what they try to make you believe. And that gives you confidence. This higher confidence level helps you leave a bad partner or a bad job or any other place where you feel unappreciated because you know you can do better. Self-worth is self-love. It means being on your own team. It means giving yourself the same respect dignity, and understanding you want for your loved ones. 
sounds pretty good, doesn't it? The consequences of low self-worth can be huge. Depression, risky behavior, the willingness to tolerate abusive treatment, and a nagging sense of failure to reach your own potential are all signs of it. Indeed, low self-worth is often the cause, not the effect, of hardships in your life, whether they're financial, relational, physical, and so on. So how do we improve it? First, take a look at the list of what does not determine self-worth. Remind yourself that your bank account, job title, attractiveness, and social media following have nothing to do with how valuable or worthy a person you are. It's so easy to get caught up in chasing money, status, popularity, especially when these things are highly valued by those around us and by society in general. But make an effort to take a step back and think about what truly matters when determining people's worth, their kindness, compassion, empathy, respect for others, and how well they treat those around them. Second, work on identifying, challenging, and externalizing your critical inner voice, which I call the saboteur. We all have a saboteur that loves to nitpick and point out our flaws. It's natural to let the saboteur get the best of us sometimes. But if we let him win too often, he starts to think that he's right. Whenever you notice your saboteur start to fire up with the criticisms, make him pause for a moment. Ask yourself whether he has any basis in fact, whether he's being kind or not, and whether what he's telling you is something you need to know. If none of those things are true, feel free to tell him to see himself out. Challenge him on the things that he whispers in your ear and remind him that no matter what you do or don't do, you are worthy and valuable all the same. And finally, let's be clear about one thing. Knowing your worth is not a scapegoat for entitlement. It doesn't mean that one day you decide you are perfect and deserve so much more than what you already have. That's not the point at all. If anything, it's an empowerment to self-growth. As always, you need to be honest with yourself. Make a realistic assessment of who you are, and that includes areas that can be improved and worked on. We are constantly evolving. Recognizing areas of improvement, working on bad habits, and introducing new good ones will ultimately take your self-worth to a new level. That's right. It can be a self-fulfilling prophecy. An important activity on the road to self-worth is to build self-understanding. You need to learn who you are and what you want before you can decide you are a worthy human being. So I'm going to do a very simple thought exercise with you all, which will assist on increasing your understanding of yourself. I'd like you to find a comfortable position to sit in. Close your eyes and let's begin.
Imagine that everything you have is suddenly taken away from you. Possessions, relationships, friendship, status, job, accomplishments, and achievements. Ask yourself the following questions. What if everything I have was suddenly taken away from me? What if all I had left was just myself? How would that make me feel? What would I actually have that would be of value? Think about your answers to these questions and see if you can come to this conclusion. No matter what happens externally and no matter what's taken away from me, I'm not affected internally. Next, get to know yourself on a deeper level with these questions. Who am I? How am I? How am I in the world? How do others see me? How do others speak about me? What key life moments define who I am today? What brings me the most passion, fulfillment, and joy? Once you have a good understanding of who you are and what fulfills and satisfies you, it's time to look at what isn't so great or easy about being you. Ask yourself, where do I struggle most? Where do I need to improve? What fears often hold me back? What habitual emotions hurt me? What mistakes do I tend to make? Where do I tend to consistently let myself down? Finally, take a moment to look at the flip side. Ask yourself, what abilities do I have? What am I really good at? Spend some time on each step, but especially on the steps that remind you of your worth and your value as a person. The path to self-discovery is not a straight line. It's a zigzag. We move in and out of awareness. One step forward, three steps to the left, a baby step back, another leap forward. A light bulb moment might shine brightly one day, but then flicker the next. It takes work to hold tightly to a certain consciousness, to live in its wisdom. My parting thought to you, the listeners today, is a quote from Marianne Williamson that I absolutely love. And it goes like this. Our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. It is our light, not our darkness, that most frightens us. We ask ourselves, who am I to be brilliant, gorgeous, talented, fabulous? Actually, who are you not to be? You are a child of God. Your playing small does not serve the world. There is nothing enlightened about shrinking so that other people won't feel insecure around you. 
we are all meant to shine as children do we were born to make manifest the glory of god that is within us it's not just in some of us it's in every single one of us and as we let our light shine we unconsciously give other people permission to do the same as we are liberated from our own fear our presence automatically liberates others thank you for listening and don't forget if you've enjoyed this episode to like subscribe and share